On this episode of the AV Profession, we take a look at project reporting, talking with Brad Malone from Navigate about status, progress, and forecasting. All that and more, next on the AV Profession. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 38, Project Reporting. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Kramer, AV Beyond the Box. This is the AV Profession, a look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Jamal Burke. I am your host with us to discuss uh, elements of project reporting. Uh, Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consulting. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you, sir. Good to hear from you. Uh, let's let's talk about this for a second. And and, and one of the things about um, any sort of project management, and, and my first introduction to you actually years ago, uh, I took a class, a project management class from you, and then learned an awful lot. But when you start looking at the elements of you know forecasting and and, and progress reporting and looking at at a, a project management um, system. What are some of the first steps that you're looking at? What would, I guess the fundamentals of project reporting. Okay, great. So, and what I there's three, and then we'll we'll get some background behind that. There's status, which is you know where am I at now today, and then there's progress, which is really the more important measure, which is how much do I have left to do, or what's the gap between where where I thought I'd be where I am and what's left. And then the forecast is really given that gap or that variance, what does the future hold? What's the trend line? So those, are, and we'll come back to those, but what I find in a lot of um, companies and a, and a lot of immature organizations is they're measuring the wrong thing. They're telling their project managers uh, be on time and be on budget. And so those are, two easy things to measure, but they're actually pretty bad measures because what I, in a lot of these people's brains, they start to go, Ooh, if I'm not on budget, then I'm in trouble. And so what I'll do is I won't tell them I'm not on budget till it's absolutely apparent that I'm never, ever going to be on budget, which is right at the end. And then I'll share that I wasn't on budget, but it wasn't my fault. And I'm sorry. And so what we really want to start measuring is the variance against a baseline or a target. And so when you win a project, you have a price, you have a budget, but that budget based on who I received as a team, if I got the A team, my cost per person will actually go up, but the labor hours should go down because I have the A team. If I have the C team, my cost per hour should go down, but the number of hours should go up. So the PM should have the opportunity to, to re-baseline and say, okay, I got 150 hours, but given who I got, I'm going to really need 160 or 170 based on how I scheduled the project. And that'll, those are phased and it's like, now we're ready to go, we're ready to kind of leave, if, if you use the metaphor of a boat, ready to leave the dock and like journey into the, the phases. I'm asking then my team every day, what did you get done? But more importantly, what did you have left? So if I gave them 16 hours, two people, uh, five screens to do, 
and they spent the 16 hours and uh, they got it almost done. Well, what they didn't get done is a screen. So they have a screen left to do, but they spent the 16 hours, which means that I've now got variants to pick up that last screen. And that's going to kick my budget up, but it's also going to extend my time frame. So when I ask people and, and techs are the same way, they tend to be conflict diverse. How you doing? They'll say just fine. <laughs> well, I don't want to give people credit for breathing. I want to give them credit for delivery, but also what's left, what's left. So if I assume that I was going to use 16 hours and I took 16, but now it's going to take me 20, I want to know I got four left. And that gap of four, if it's early in the project and we have a trend line, that gap of four may grow, grow to 20, 30, 40. So uh, an example would be like you driving you know, to work. And I know you and I both work from home if we're not out traveling. But if I had a 20 minute drive and it's, you know, snowing slightly and I'm saying, how you doing, Tim? Great. I've been driving five minutes. Well, that's status. Yeah. Progress is, but I just got out of my neighborhood and I got 25 to go. Well, we only plan on a 20 minute drive. So progress is way more important because that tells me what's left and then the forecast is, you know, I'm losing a minute for every minute I'm driving. So that 20 minute drive is actually going to take 40. You know, when, if I was your boss or your customer, when would you want to know that you're going to be 40 minutes? I'd want to know that on the driveway. Yeah. And yet we often tell people at the 20 minute mark, oh yeah, I'm going to be another 20 minutes. Well, now I can't do anything of, of if I'm your resource manager or ops manager. I can't move anybody around. We're already late. I mean, I can, but now we're being highly reactive. So, so those those three things are really the, it's a paradigm shift. So I, I don't have status meetings anymore. I have progress meetings. Okay. In, in those progress meetings though, and, and, and talk for a second, whether you find out, you know, early on in the project or, or as, you know, let's say 50% of the way or, or 75%, you do run into those hiccups. You do run into those, oh, yeah. those issues because you're going to. How then do you correct to make sure you don't go over budget? Well, sometimes you, I'll, I'll just say, sometimes you do. Okay. And, and it's, it just is what it is. I mean, it takes, so that 40 minute drive, it's snowing. You saw it 20 minutes and it started snowing. Do I want you to speed? Do I want you to run other people off the road? Do I want you to get in a wreck and kill yourself? No, I want you to tell me it's going to take 40 as early as possible. And then with the rest of the team, including ops manager, you know, sales, all that, how do we recalibrate the customer? Now, the price may be the same. If that makes sense. It's like, well, we could have priced a 20-minute drive, but it cost us 40. Well, in that job, the company lost money, but we all knew about it. But what if the client said it wasn't going to snow? And they said very early on, oh, yeah, you'll make it fine because we agree it will not snow. Now the client took that risk. And once it started snowing, I'm just raising my hand and saying, the assumption you made, client, is, is not true anymore. We need to do a change order because you took that risk. But I'm doing that way up front. I'm doing that five minutes in versus 20 minutes in. And what I find is most people are rational with options. If you tell them early, again, tell the truth early with options. And then you just get into project management. And the options are... Let's move scope. Let's move time if we can. 
but if we're doing 50 rooms and it looks like it's going to be ugly and oh by the way the clients missed six or seven of their own milestones but they need rooms up you know september 10th it's time for me to go in and say how many rooms do you not need up on september 10th yeah. so i'm changing not the scope of the project but i'm changing the scope in order to fit into that time constraint but you're also managing but i'm doing ma it ma proactively yeah you're also managing some of their expectations as well absolutely you know right um because things change and obviously you know um not that construction ever runs <laughs> ever runs late no exactly so it's just like i'm just being so you know I'll, and I will probably do another one later on on just metrics versus measures and people confuse the metric with the measure. The metric I want to know is status, progress, and forecast. The measure that people get confused is, oh, so you want me to be on time? Well, to the maximum degree, yes, but I also want to know as early as possible when you're not going to be and then what other side of the project pyramid can we manage if possible and if we can't, then we, we have to move time. But I think that uh, most people allow for change if they know up front why it happened and that you have a plan to move against it. So that's why progress. So before the meeting, people come in and tell you the status. You can look at the status and say, ooh, I'm not where I need to be. So the progress meeting is now how do we catch up? What do we move? What do we do? Because oftentimes the end of an hour-long status meeting, you go, oh, crap, we're in trouble. And then go, yep, meeting's over. Mm. gotta go and then you're like well, what did that happen so i want people to come prepared of what's the gap in the variance you know how are we either ahead or behind under or over and now what are our options so our meeting is actually planning proactively forward to put the pyramid back in balance mm. and then you just got to reward the truth you know reward the truth reward the truth reward the truth because most of the time you look at any um uh, survey by any client and their number one concern is i wasn't communicated enough early yeah and and, and honestly so and honestly yeah. right yeah. so early and honest and it's like so re and we've got to teach our pro our project managers to really it's about status progress and forecast and the thing is is forecast is you know if i'm behind now the best i'll be is behind later unless I do something dramatically different. Again, if you lost five minutes on your drive within the first 10, you're gonna be five minutes behind for the rest of your drive, even if we went back to perfect. Yeah. So when people say, I'll catch up, what are you gonna do? Uh, throw quality out, ring the doorbell and run when it comes to service and let them figure it out. Uh, have a 80 item punch list and irritate the client there because we got almost done but definitely not done, done. So when you start throwing quality out, because I didn't, I wanted to hide the metric of progress, then projects can really get painful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that'll be a good place to stop, Mr. Brad Malone Great. from Navigate Management Consulting. Thank you, sir. Uh, how do people Thank get a hold you. of you or Navigate? Uh, go to the Navigate website, navigatemc.com or brad.malone at navigatemc.com. We've got uh, your podcast and a lot of other blogs and videos out on our website, um, so please come. All right, thank you, Brad. Uh, for us, for Aviation, go by the website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others. Also, while you're there, check out our supporter section. These are the folks who help us financially, help us bring you the AV profession, AV Week, Resi Week, and all the others. All that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. Thank you.